Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krupp. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line, and that's the number to call if you want to comment. And all the wild stuff that happened yesterday. Plus, I want to talk about, if you have not seen this, you need to read it. And I'll have it on the show plan today, both on our Telegram page for Political Coffee Clatch. But also the show plan at kslm.news. This is the podcast page under Local Podcasts. Click on Political Coffee and click on today's show. I'll have the link to this well, the latest Oregon Firearms Federation um, news article. There are some powerful points that they they really bring forward that you can use to consider in all of, of the conversations that from time to time are going to go around measure 114. Now, the reason that I, if you folks, did you watch any of that uh, hearing in Congress about UFOs? The U.S. is concealing uh this program that captures, reverse engineers, UFOs, according to these whistleblowers. It was pretty stunning uh, to hear what they were able to say in open public hearing and what they said they would tell Congress in a classified closed setting. I mean, it really was, I mean, former Air Force officer, a retired intelligence officer, another one. And in fact, uh, <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, uh, you know, I'm watching Real America's voice right now because I don't watch Fox anymore, folks. And you shouldn't either. Uh, <laughs> part of their logo right now has a little green man on it. Yeah, no kidding. It is the uh, the alien after yesterday. Folks, they said basically, not only is there a... Um, Program to reverse engineer. Now we we've known that for a long time. It's it's been out there, but this is the first time it's really been seriously brought forward. Not only is a reverse engineering and and there's a um, crash retrieval program, but that inf and this has been going on. This intelligence officer said since the 1930s. Wow. 
of course, the Pentagon is denying any of this. And was 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 interesting. A couple of things came out of this that they have been they've actually received cease and desist letters, not from the government, but government contractors, private companies that do business with the governor, the government. Isn't that interesting? Would those be companies that might have, you know, contracts with the government to reverse engineer? But even more stunning was the allusion to that they have recovered alien bodies. And not only alien bodies. Now, the AP story about this doesn't say anything about that but folks huh, you all you had to do was watch it and it was just stunning truly stunning so also by the way was on a separate note what happened yesterday in the hunter biden plea deal The revelation out of that is something that I want to talk about today. Um, the The revelation that the largest part of the investigations and these FBI documents against Hunter Biden to deal with human trafficking. The Sound of Freedom movie. A good friend of mine uh, Paul former radio guy and He uh, sent me a story. And in, this is a Fox News story. And what's interesting about it is that, according to Paul, that in this Fox News clip, that the producer of the film, Sound of Freedom, Eduardo Verastugui, I don't know how I say his name correctly, but is the producer said after 10 years of children being raped, held captive, being raped for child sex, they're sent to Southern Oregon for organ harvesting. For organ harvesting sent to southern Oregon where they are murdered folks and their organs are harvested I want you to think for a moment why do we not know about this 
Well, what we get from Ellen Rosenblum in the Oregon Department of Justice is fluffy stories about them, you know, joining with other Democrat attorney generals and going after Trump. Or going after other fluffy things, you know, like consumer fraud, that kind of thing. I'd like to know, and maybe some of you who listen to my voice right now, that are, in fact, government employees, maybe some of you are employed at DOJ. I'd like to know the answer to this question. Here's what it is. How often has the Oregon DOJ prosecuted anyone in Oregon for child trafficking? child sex trafficking. I'd also like to know and ask, is the Oregon DOJ aware of or has any open investigations into the murdering of children who have been held captive, engaged in the child sex trafficking business, which by all accounts, according to War Room by Steve Bannon, is $150 billion, billion with a B, folks, $150 billion a year industry around the world. And America is the fourth largest consumer of child sex trafficking. Children being trafficked for sex. And then after a number of years, they apparently come to Southern Oregon somehow. And they are murdered and their organs are harvested. Does the Oregon DOJ have any open investigations into child sex trafficking? Child sex trafficking and murdering of children in Southern Oregon, who's doing it? Is it the cartels? Is it some evil satanic cult that works with the medical community to disseminate those children's body parts, their organs? I'm throwing this out there for a reason, folks. Because we need to talk about it. I want to thank you. And, and Ronnie, hang on, because I'm going to tell everybody right now, I'm going I'm to ask you to hang on through the break, and then we'll come back. But, folks, the Sound of Freedom Modi movie is profound. I have not seen it yet, but I will, hopefully this weekend. I'll find a place where it's still playing. If this is happening in Oregon, who knows about it? Do the state police know about it? I'm going to ask my former schoolmate and cousin who's married to my cousin, former superintendent of the Oregon State Police, that question. I want to know. 
other active investigations in Oregon about child children who are involved in sex trafficking being murdered and their organs harvested. I want to know, does the Oregon DOJ, does Ellen Rosenblum have anything to do with it? By the way, you should know, if you don't, that her husband owns the Willamette Week magazine, which I often quote. There's some very good reporting, but they're far, far lefty. They also have many ads in Willamette Week that are associated with human trafficking, prostitution. You should know that Ellen Rosenblum's husband owns that publication, publishes it. Is there a reason why if, and I don't know the answer to this, so maybe again, one of you that perhaps have knowledge of Oregon Department of Justice, you can contact me. I will keep your name out of it. I will never reveal you as a source. You can email me. Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. If you have knowledge of open investigations or have they ever prosecuted anyone in Oregon, Ellen Rosenblum for child trafficking, or importantly, murder of children and the harvesting of their organs, apparently happening in Southern Oregon. Back in a moment with Ronnie, 620. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 503-589-1220. There are other things to talk about. And um, did you watch the House hearing on UFOs? Did you watch the stunning admission that not only are they reverse engineering, we knew that. Not only have they recovered alien bodies, but that people have been murdered for trying to expose this. By who? Well, it's not hard to figure that out. Who's been keeping it from us all these years? You know who. The government. Maybe you want to comment on that. Maybe you want to comment on Oregon Firearms Federation. Excellent dissertation and challenge to Vicki Brees Iverson. You know, the Republican leader in the House who promised to sue if House Bill 2005 is passed. Well, they provided quorum, as the off newsletter puts out. They provided quorum so it could pass, even in its so-called modified form, which is still highly unconstitutional. So off is asking you to contact Vicki Brees Iverson and tell her to expect that you expect 
her to keep her promise to sue to stop House Bill 2005. And in the newsletter, you can email her. You can call. She's from Prineville. You can also support Oregon Firearms Fight, folks, because this, the federal judge's ruling, Karen Immergut, is stunningly stupid and blatantly unconstitutional on its face. She ignores this fact that you cannot, that it is an absolute infringement of your Second Amendment right, a violation of your Second Amendment right for this law to require you to participate in a program that does not and cannot exist. That's a denial of your right to purchase a firearm. The judge said, yeah, basically that's okay. It's stunning, but it shouldn't surprise you. Let's go to Ronnie who's on the line. Ronnie, good morning. I know I put a lot out there. Okay, we're going to cover each one of them. Vicky V's eyes need to resign. Yes. Her words are empty as hollow as a honeycomb, which is more tasteful, which I have some. The second thing is she have lied. She enabled. She done everything, including, let's go back to 2020 of February when Michael Bloomberg put his people in our state legislature, Miss Ellen Rosenbaum. And I'll be honest, it's probably for climate lawyers like he's been funding in the twin other states. But the fact is this, he's also got, remember, he funds Mom's Man Action every time for gun safety. Why is my tax dollars being in mind instead of working for the will of people? She forsake us. Just like the cases, which was funny, before Trump left office, there was a big, you know, roundup of, Chamelesters throughout the country in large numbers. You ain't heard nothing since Obama time, telling the Bush's time, or anybody under this presidency are rounding up these people. And yet, in the last three years, in Western Oregon, including less than a month ago from a person I know across the street in the hills of Dallas, Oregon, 35 people was whipped in that house. I don't know what else, besides marijuana, probably some heroin, some fentanyl. Mm. And I'm willing to believe there was few minors, but they're not going to tell us that. We know that a couple of years ago or less, down in Western Oregon, on the Josephine County or Douglas County, there was a major bust of human trafficking. Right. Right. And the last thing I will say, one of those people that I suppose are snitched out, Somehow, there was uh, either in Josephine or Jackson County, in front of a sheriff's station, some of the, the so-called person that snitched out on the cartel and others, their head was severed. But they don't want to talk about that in our world, do they? Let's bury it like kitty litter. Let's spray some nice perfume, put some nice roses on the ground, and call it a fruit, a, a, a seasonal garden. But yay, oh yay, their words of life is going to come true. Thank you for the sound of freedom. Amen. Thank you for the 
Mr. Tim yes. Ballard and yes. the brave director that exposing it. But yet, it's up to us to keep that light lit because let's look at the policies in the current. Our doubt, our, they're dumbing down our kids since we'll tell in the Case Brown administration. They have made our kids afraid, complacent, high suicide rates, fentanyl deaths, two of them in January and in no, late October, early November in Salem. They don't want to talk about that because it's children. They've now got three, all three Western states basically being law-abiding into the globalist mindset. Our children are expendable. So we're going to expedite the situation of mutilating these kids if they're being trafficked in our state. And with a, a list of the people that stays quiet, the leadership of the Republican Party that does do nothing for the people, and yet the law enforcement's hands tied by crooked politicians. I give God the glory, but people got to stand right. up and go on the offense. God bless you. Thank you, brother. That's Ronnie. I appreciate you hanging on through the break. Never forget, House and Senate Republicans who provided quorum are responsible for this and much more. We don't even know how bad it is yet. We will over time. Don't let them get away with it, folks. Hold them accountable. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. I want to thank them for not only being one of our sponsors, but they're part of their auto group, Power Honda. Down in Albany is also one of our specific sponsors for this radio show. And we're grateful for that. You can check out their website at mypowerhonda.com. And you can see um, all of the vehicles that they have available today, 905 vehicles, new and certified pre-owned. Just go to mypowerhonda.com. They're really easy to find. You drive down the freeway to Albany, and you get off the freeway and go east, the south end, Highway 20, towards Lebanon, South end of the Albany Airport. It's really easy. They're there on your right. MyPowerHonda.com. Check it out. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Now, look. The, uh, there are some other things that are going on out there and need to share them with you. Former governor's candidate. There's a story about that today. Our buddy Mark Thielman is a candidate for superintendent of Crook 
County schools. Remember, he was superintendent of Alcee, ran for governor as a Republican in the primary, was not successful there. He's been very, very active. Uh, his expertise in the political movement with battlegroundoregon.org, these federal lawsuits that got tossed that they are appealing directly to the Supreme Court of the United States, which apparently, the, as we talked about earlier in the week with our interview with Mark, on Monday, apparently the state of Oregon is going to support that. When they normally they would oppose it, and they're supporting it because they want this lawsuit gone, because it doesn't question the results of the 2020 election. It questions how you and I feel. Feel. about elections in America. Are they secure? Do we trust them? <clears throat> Do we trust the machines? Well, his lawsuit is based on the Brown versus Board U.S. Supreme Court ruling that ruled, even though so-called protections were in place for students of color because they felt like they were being disenfranchised by how those quote unquote protections rules were being emplaced with allowing them to go to public schools because they felt that way, that they were disenfranchised. That was the basis, the Brown versus Board of Education profound ruling from back in the 60s. Well, that's the same premise Mark Thielman is using. The question that he's asking in his federal lawsuit that they want to put it in front of the U.S. Supreme Court about you and I, over half of Americans, according to numerous polls, don't trust and feel disenfranchised by our current voting system that is based on the machines. Mark Fieldman is responsible for all that. Well, his expertise is not in politics necessarily, although I think he's quite good at it, but it's in schools, public education, He's the only superintendent that stood up to Kate Browns and said, no, we're not going to put forward a mask mandate in our schools. Kids are not going to have to wear masks. They're not going to have to be vaccinated. Neither are the teachers. If they want to, that's their business. If a child wants to wear a mask to school, that's their business. We're not going to prohibit that. But we are not going to make it mandatory. He was roundly criticized for that. And that really brought him to prominence. Well, Mark, because the, and this story, by the way, is in the uh, State Library of Oregon. The eclipse. It's all about Mark. Now wanting to be the superintendent of Crook County Schools. You see a conservative slate of candidates, and some of them listen, yes, on this show. Listen to the podcast. They listen to it online or on their phone. Mark supported a group of candidates who got elected, took over the Crook County School Board. Immediately, the superintendent resigned. Why? Because she was a woke leftist superintendent. She wasn't going to serve under a conservative school board that didn't buy into her wokeism. 
which was one of the reasons they got elected. Because parents, yeah, parents have woke up. Not the far leftist that controlled that school board. At any rate, Mark Thielman is in the news. He wants to be their next superintendent. I think that'd be a good thing. Also, there's a story in the Northwest, two stories in the Northwest Observer. Oregon Senate Republicans announced plans for the 2024 elections. Once again, they cannot put forward a message that makes anybody think differently or emotionally connect. Here's what they say in the subheadline from their press release. Oregonians deserve better than reckless tax and spend policies. How do you respond to that? No, I'm quite serious. Oregonians deserve better. This is what they said as Tim Canope and Dennis Linthicum and others have said, we're going to, we're going to, Go ahead and file for re-election in spite of Measure 113. Doesn't matter. We're going to do it anyway. Well, good for them. I'm glad they are. That's the foundation of what will be a constitutional lawsuit, basically, again, as this story points out, based on the First Amendment. But here's their, their why. Remember we talked about that yesterday? It's your why that matters to people, not what you do. It's your why. And if their why, as stated in their press release, is Oregonians deserve better than reckless tax and spend policies. Is that an inspiring why? Does that move anybody? Not hardly. It's pathetic. It's weak. It's Tim Canope, folks. And Byron Iverson, or Brian Iverson, Vicki Brees Iverson's husband, who's apparently the genius behind the messaging of all of what the House Republicans, and he also worked with the House Senate. Now, I don't know that this is his language, but it is likely so as the genius that he is. Folks, a better headline, a more emotional headline would be Oregonians deserve Republican senators who will fight for parental rights against 10-year-olds getting abortions without parental consent. That would have been a better headline. But I guess Tim Canope can't say that anymore, can he? Because House Bill 2002C, which he came back and provided quorum, still allows 10-year-olds to have abortions. It has a loophole big enough to drive my combine through. Ten-year-olds can get abortions without parental consent. Nine-year-olds, eight-year-olds who've been illegally impregnated by a criminal, a Measure 11 crime, can still get abortions without parental consent. And you know how they do it with the loophole? If two doctors agree that it's in the child's best interest. Yeah, Oregonians deserve better than Tim Canope. And these pathetic Republicans who cannot message, they can't fight their way out of a wet paper bag. Another Northwest Observer, Observer news story is Oregon launches a program to put heat pumps 
in rental homes. You get a rebate if you put a heat pump in your rental home. Is that what we ought to be doing? Nah, I don't think so. The federal judge, I want to go back to this for a moment because there's a profound thing that takes place here. And it's the same reasoning by judges who have dismissed Mark Thielman's lawsuit as not having standing. Nobody's been hurt. Nobody's been injured. Yeah, there have. Half of America feels disenfranchised from voting. If that is an injury, I don't know what it is. Well, this judge, federal judge, said this lawsuit that her ruling on the permit issue isn't right. Why? Because nobody's been hurt. What? We'll get to that on your phone calls on the other side. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour, some emails, and you're not going to believe, well, you would. How convenient that the Salem reporter reports on a story about, well, the state is naming 111 Salem taxpayers who each owe the state, not the city of Salem, but the state over $50,000. Marijuana shops, a pizza parlor, a developer. They owe the state 1970. You know, those deadbeat people that won't pay their taxes. How convenient that they write this story. We're out gathering signatures to put to a vote the Salem City income tax increase. If you just read the headline, you would think. If you just read the headline, the headline is state names 111 Salem taxpayers who owe over 50,000. If you read that headline and that's all you read. You would think that there's a bunch of folks who owe money to city of Salem. How convenient that they write the story right when Marion and Polk first and OBI, the let Salem campaign puts out that, Hey, we got 4,000 signatures, which we need. How convenient. That would never, that would, nobody would ever conspire like that. The leftist media would never do anything like that, right? Freedom, heating, and air, folks, can keep you cool because it's going to be back in the 80s again today. If you're not cool at home, why don't you call them? They can change that for you. It's one of the great things, one of the many great things they do for you. A lot of benefits if you do business with Freedom, Heating, and Air. You got your choice about who to do business with. Why don't you check them out? Or their website. 
freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net, or give them a call, 503-580-1456, By the way, the federal judge's comment, this is in the Oregon Firearms Federation newsletter, and I'll have it on the show plan today. As we went to break, I said that Karen Immergut, who's this federal judge, who said, yeah, Measure 114 is constitutional. They write this, that the judge declared the whole permit issue was not really one she needed to deal with in any depth because no one had been denied a permit. Therefore, it wasn't right for her court. They write, the absurdity of this reasoning is obvious. Should Measure 114 go into effect, it would become impossible to lawfully purchase a firearm in this state. Why? Because they don't have a permit process in place that can work according to the plain language of Measure 114. Stunning. Talk about somebody absolutely unqualified to serve on the bench. Yeah, I would say it is that person. Also as horrifying is a gateway pundit story. It's a poll that shows a growing number of Americans, mostly Democrats, no longer support First Amendment protections for free speech. In just five years, it has turned from being overwhelmingly Republicans and Democrats supporting the First Amendment to now Republicans supporting it in very large numbers. But Democrats in large numbers no longer supporting free speech because it's false. Doug writes an email about UFS UFO disclosure, and Gary, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. UFO disclosure and child sex trafficking. Most people know that MK Ultra is not a laundry detergent. Yes, it's a government program. People make the choice to live in self-delusion. We've been aligned against our own self-interest in every turn. They liken Christians to Nazis. That's true. We play by the rules. They don't. They shoot layups while we shoot free throws. And then they screw you. We make more baskets. It's called projection. They are projecting who they are to everyone else. Biden has created the recently announced cognitive infrastructure that strips everyone of privacy. So government will know even more than you are thinking. Encryption services will soon be banned. So everything you do will be tracked and filed away in your permanent government file. And no one will speak out against it because it will be couched in the name of doing good. Going after child sex traffickers, you know. We're walking into their trap. Hmm. It's an interesting. So if we produce laws and Trump gets reelected and does what he says he's going to do about making the death penalty for not only selling drugs, but child sex trafficking. If we did all of that and Congress passed laws, are we walking into their trap, giving the deep state the ability to continue to illegally, unconstitutionally surveil us? Hmm. What do you think? 503-589-1220. Uh, Josh writes, regarding the First Amendment poll, I think it would be interesting to counter 
how many Democrats have actually moved to becoming Republicans before skewing the poll. That's a great, great point. Let's go to uh, Gary. Gary, go Beebs. Hey, Jeff, go Ducks. Like I always say with uh, political man, uh, especially Republican managers, uh, win or lose as long as the check cashes. Yep, that's about right. Uh, the message, I mean, Oregon has given the Republican Party uh, the, the, the election on a silver platter. And these guys come up with something that glazes your eyes over. Uh, we can do better accounting than they can do. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's it. Uh, well, well, where is the emotion in that? That does not get you one it? vote. Probably loses you votes. While you've got these parental rights people busting their, their backs uh, and getting signatures from Democrats as well as Republicans, getting vote after vote switching. And the best you've got is we will lower taxes. Are you? Are they insane? So that that's why you need something like Unify Oregon that's outside yeah. the Republican Party. Somebody that will say something that will reach people, uh, stop the mandates, stop the shot, and give people parental rights so their kids do not have the ability to get abortions at eight years old. How do people get to your website for the big fundraiser Saturday night? Yeah, uh, it is uh, unified-oregon.org. Uh, we really need people to comment. I know there's a lot of stuff going on that night, but uh, we're going to talk about how to really switch this state. Thank you, Gary. Go Beavs. Go Dad. Corby writes an email about trafficking. They also harvest adrenochrome from young children, and in order to do that, they put them both under incredible stress and anxiety as they drain their blood from them. Yeah, folks, if you haven't learned about that, they also have a so-called synthetic version of it. It's sick. I wonder if the Oregon DOJ has any active investigations for child sex trafficking. See you tomorrow.